And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm your host, Teepee. And we are bringing you the follow-up, the part two, the finish of U.S. military. Too woke to wage war. Yeah, the woke military. That's too woke to wage. Too woke to wage war with a question mark. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what we asked in the the first episode. So part two here, we're going to continue trying to answer that question or come to a conclusion of what would be a good answer to that question. So, Just get people to think for themselves. That's nothing right. Nothing else. That's right. So all right. To continue the show, here we go. This April 23, 2023 article from Fox News says, Concerns grow as U.S. military faces recruitment crisis for second year in a row. Cultural rot, quote, is spreading. A survey found only 13% of young Americans are highly willing to serve. Kind of shows that Americans are not happy with how the military is conducting themselves. It is would you agree perhaps on like per, not sold on the mission yeah maybe a little bit especially like i said going back to the the pull out of afghanistan how that was a complete and utter leadership failure like maybe you can't trust well these intelligence maybe you can't trust these people to conduct a war against russia and china yeah they're a bunch of cocks because cocks. they probably have their shit together maybe. as far as somewhat i'm sure they got discipline which they, is being lost well one thing i was going to say is that regardless of how unvirtuous one might think a lack of diversity equity and inclusion maybe they're not having this crisis in the russian or chinese militaries no they're not You're and correct. of course conscription well is part of that and that's what they're saying they're oh well because russia's already drafting their people well mm yes to an extent absolutely and guess what the it's being talked about in the united states now yeah it's being talked about, about bringing the draft back about bringing the draft back and here was my scary and thing it, that i brought it's up it's not called conscription right no, it's called the draft when it's when it happens in the united states and, yeah you're right and here's my thing when they were bringing mil females into military um uh, arms combat arms I was against it, not because I was a, some type of fucking sexist asshole. I was against it because I had two daughters that I did not want going into a combat situation. And guess what? When they reinstate this draft in this country, females are going to be drafted for infantry positions. No. I guarantee you. If we're in World War Three, fuck yeah, that's going to happen, dude. 
No. Yes. You That's know, why I, I was against. I'm I, nothing against. And I mean, yeah. Guess what? I worked with some female engagement teams in Afghanistan. Was not too impressed. But I also know Marines that work with some that were very impressed by him. So you know, it's it is what it is. But my main thing is I don't want the draft being reinstated. This is back in 2012, and I'm like, no, bullshit. I have two daughters. By the time they're 18 and they have to register, I don't want them to have to register for the fucking draft. Yeah, that's crazy. Your daughters. Like so, it's, uh, what was that damn movie? We've named it. Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers, man. Yeah. Young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. (laughs) They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Great movie. You're just all showering together and shit. Well, they aren't necessarily going to be co-ed. But they're going to be drafting females. Yeah, they're going to be. I, I guarantee that's going to happen. You heard it here, folks. Anyways, <laughs> getting back to this Fox News article. TP call. Mike Sorelli, a retired Navy SEAL and now an author and entrepreneur, said weak leadership and cultural rot, quote unquote, is playing a role in declining recruitment and retention. November 2022 survey from the Ronald Reagan Institute found trust and confidence in the U.S. military stands at. There's that old tracker back uh, again. That's a different old tracker, actually. But this one uh, stands at 48% down from 70% November of 2018. That's a hell of a drop. The primary reason for the more than 20% decline was the, quote, perceived politicalization of the military unquote according to a press release from the organization yeah i I think that most young men probably join the military thinking that they're defending the normal american values like uh the family like they're small towns like family yeah don't want to get into the jason aldean cancellation i guess what are you talking about Who's Jason Aldean? Yeah. Anyways, keep right. moving. Keep moving. But, uh, yeah, I think that it's the small town folks, and predominantly South. The recruit, the South is where mainly where their military recruits from, right? Texas. In 2013, according to Business Insider, using Defense Department data, 44% of all military recruits came from the South region of the U.S., despite it having only 36% of the country's 18 to 24-year-old civilian population. Yeah. And, according to worldpopulationreview.com, the top five states providing new recruits as of 2018 analytics were California, Texas, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and New York. And well, there's a lot of there's a lot of Marines from Ohio too. Well, Spartan. sure, yeah, Texas but that's Ohio. Ohio is one of the Michigan, population centers. Michigan's there's a lot of Marines I met from Michigan too. Those are population centers from the Midwest, Northern United States. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the rest of them are from like California and Texas, right? Yeah. So, but a lot of 
that I, I think young southern men are overly represented joining the military. Underly represented joining the military. The young southern men, yeah. that's what they're afraid of now. Is joining and being ostracized well, because well they're the ones well, they're I'm the ones that typically because I'm white yeah they're, they're the ones that typically join right or like you there's a lot of you think that my family I'm I'm a Klansman because I'm from this small town in Georgia and I'm white my last or, name's Force yeah, yeah shout yeah, out to yeah. Force love you bro <laughs> cheers mate yeah I don't know if he listens to our show <laughs> I'll send it to him yeah anyways. Uh, but yeah, now now these are the type of young men. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that they're are, being that are now ostracized, essentially. Being feeling not very welcomed. Right. <laughs> being thrown away from the military. Or they're being taught that they're racist because they're white and they're from the South. So once again, going back to what I said earlier, is like, how can you rely and depend and trust the individual to the left and right of you to do the, what you're doing, your job to the best of your ability? You know, there might be some type of diversity wedge driven into you from yeah. some bullshit. The media throws this constant uh, black people and white people can't well, get along. And then if you're having officers that are reinforcing this type of behavior well, and message yeah. from these Ivy League schools and our academies. Well, I mean, what, no shit. Your they're fucking the, numbers are down. They're the only ones that can have a career longer than 10 years. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. And you wonder why there's an issue. Anyways, so continuing with this article, a second survey also found only 13% of 18 to 29-year-olds are highly willing to join the military. 25% are somewhat willing and 26 are not willing at all, which, which we mentioned earlier from the previous article. And uh, this dude, Cirilli, goes on to quote, he goes on to say, quote, I think it should send shockwaves through America that we've lowered our standards to such depths. We're in a culture where everyone gets a trophy. Obesity is the new beautiful, Sorelli explained in the Fox News Live. I think a good sort of contrast here is there was a commercial by the Russians where they showed young men resolute, ready to do violence on behalf of their nation. And then the contrast to that is the U.S. Army showed a video of a young soldier and her two mothers. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Emma's moms. Yeah, I remember that commercial. He said, we're sending some very dangerous narratives and we have to have pride in our nation. I agree with that. We have to have pride in our nation. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, we certainly mean no disrespect to anybody coming from a two mother household or on the show or, or two, two father household. Yeah. But, but, um, we no don't offense. want to take away from the mother and father deal too. And that comes from our trials and tribulations. Yeah. As trying to be fathers. Hey, guess what? <laughs> All three co-hosts of this show come from families that are broken. <laughs> yeah. Broken. So we understand that's why. And the two married men with children on the show that are trying to keep it together and, yeah and we're not divorced and and we're yeah we're making sure that <laughs> we're not making the same mistakes that our fathers did right we're trying not to yeah um even though i'm sure that we have a whole bunch it's just there's no perfect there's nothing like it's almost like when we're young we're able to 
get caught with this thought that we can obtain that white picket fence uh, uh, that the American fucking badass. Dream. That's what the honors count on. The fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. But say what you want about American folks. Yeah. Yeah, that badass house in the suburb and maybe the neighbor's not so close. That was always my, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I didn't imagine my neighbor being fucking very close. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, other folks maybe <clears throat> imagine they're being closer. Um, but what are you getting at? It's just being eroded and, and decayed at such an extent that it's right. it's so not a, it's not imagine achievable. a young man or woman that sees that commercial and he's like well if that's what the army is wanting or whatever then you know do i really want to join do they want me then right hey young people are very impressionable okay if right. you're a young person listening to our show thanks i'm glad that we are an impression on you because we are and whether and there's nothing wrong with you, no matter what n- background that you are coming from, right? Whether it's here's a the thing: two mother household or two father household. No, yeah, or, we'll never judge anybody for that. No, like we no, said, no. you know where you stand. So my other thing is that we, oh yeah, it's, and how this kid may not want to join, right? Because so, because coming, they're so impressionable. Young kids are so impressionable. And guess what? Yeah, we were we were young kids. And we were very impressionable as well. We yeah. know from experience. Wow. So uh, my experience is failure. I'll just admit that without going into all of it. That's everybody's. But here's my thing. I joined when I was 22. I joined the Marine Corps <clears throat> when I was 22. And I was very grateful that I did that. I waited a little bit for a while. Sure. Because. You were a lot more mature than the 18-year-olds. Yeah, that were extremely brainwashed. I was brainwashed. It happened to me. But at the same time, though, I also was like. No, that's dumb. I'm still thinking about my family and what's best for the people around me and suicide missions. This ain't a fucking video game. I'm not. And this ain't. Guess what? We're not fucking fighting in Normandy here for the sake of Europe. Right. You know, this is tribal Afghanistan. The British tried running shit here in the 19th century. It didn't go well. These people can, they know this land. Yeah. (laughs) And they're fucking billy goats and all this other craziness. But anyways, so yeah, in order to, and that's that's a sad thing. In order to fight a hard enemy, you have to have a hard military. And it's not very fucking hard at all right now. And it's gotten pretty, pretty lackadaisical. I think that's been turning people away too. They, They see it as being weaker. So, like, I don't really want to risk my life for something like this. Sure. Right? And even an Air Force leader. This is another uh, Fox News article from June 21st, 2023, that there's a top, top Air Force leader raises alarm on slumping standards amid China-Russia threats. Quote, second best won't cut it, unquote. Critics have accused the military of prioritizing woke politics over readiness. A top Air Force leader acknowledged that concerns of many members who have complained of failing standards in the branch, arguing the problems could lead the U.S. military to falling behind China and Russia. Quote, based on my travels and conversations with airmen of all ranks, I have noticed a common concern regarding standards. Unquote. Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Joanne S. Bass. 
or bass. Uh, I don't know how she pronounces it. That's that's like the highest ranking I think of the highest ranking enlisted member of the Air Force, the well, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force. That's yeah, pretty big deal. Kind of a big deal. She noticed a corrosion along with other apparently enlisted. He wrote in a memorandum to members on June 20th, 2023, quote, history shows that when standards erode, military capabilities and readiness decline, unquote. So here's another thing that the military did. They lowered their standards in order for people to get in. That started happening when I was in. PT, fitness. And I, can, I mean, I can see. Inside a business, December 1st, 2022. In the span of two years, the U.S. Army has completely changed its approach to training new recruits. Drill sergeants aren't cussing at soldiers anymore. If you got to use that language to get somebody to do something, you are not relevant in our Army anymore. Which means the way drill sergeants are trained has also changed. But the reasons for this recent shift may go beyond adapting to a modern volunteer Army. We're having a hard time recruiting. I think right now we're at about 40,000 in a deficit. We also can't keep people in army. People don't want to stay. And with change comes criticism. If there is the belief that the army is woke and that we are getting softer, you couldn't be farther from the truth. They're hard on you for a reason. You have to be disciplined for a fucking reason sure. in the military. But it doesn't take much to realize the failures as well. And... Uh, of like Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh yeah, the wars that we fought were fucking bullshit. <laughs> so the tactics, so and even the tactics and the, the 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 Marines, especially and the military members, the soldiers going in there, the infantry were solid, uh, solid yeah, dudes. Of course, we shouldn't have been there under but what all we, circumstances. What they conducted and the and the fashion they conducted it, dude, outstanding. He said, "I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but." We've got a good military, and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. Well, that's what Stu Scheller said. Yeah. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, United States Marine Corps. I'm the current battalion commander for Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. I've been in the Marine Infantry for 17 years. But the reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the marine on the battlefield let someone down that service member has always rose to the occasion done extraordinary things people are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying we messed this up and it was all top-down brass bullshit it was which we are going to washington dc political bullshit that mm -hmm. lost everything shouldn't have been there in the first place yep yep and it's all just a bunch of empire bullshit you're correct and we're going to get into that in another episode when we go over the afghanistan papers uh so about how back in 2010 so before before i even got to afghanistan higher ups already knew that was a failure <laughs> <laughs> so right after Obama's ma massive Couldn't push, yeah, they already knew. It yeah. was already known, well known by the higher ups and most likely the uh, Obama administration that this was an unwinnable war. Well, I mean, the body or two that were sent back in the 19th century 
to the British were sort of along the same lines, right? Yeah. And then the invasion of the Soviets. Right. They didn't take fucking anything with them either. The, Don't worry, though. The hubris. The Taliban are U.S. allies now. The hubris. Right? So, anyways. Uh, the letter, getting back to this article, the memorandum from that uh, chief master sergeant of the Air Force, the letter comes as all branches of the military have faced questions over the seemingly, quote, woke, unquote, turn the country's armed forces have taken in recent years, with some critics arguing that prioritizing programs such as diversity, equity, and inclusion over standards and training have left the country ill-equipped to win future conflicts. I would have to agree with that, I think. The concern over falling behind rivals was apparently shared by Bass, who warned a decline in standards would leave it more difficult to, quote, keep pace with the rapid expansion of the Chinese military, Russian aggression, and other emerging global challenges, unquote. Of course, Russian aggression. Just like the war of northern aggression. The Russian aggression in their parts of the world. Right. In parts of the world that they have far closer proximity to than we do. Freaking turds. It's crazy. And that means even Africa. (laughs) To be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're closer. Right? Okay. (laughs) It's funny. All right. Bass quotes, and our profession, second best, won't cut it, unquote. Bass said in a memorandum, quote, we must hold ourselves and others accountable. When any of us walk by or tolerate something below high standards, we damage our credibility, unquote. Well, might want to be careful with that accountability word. Going back to the old uh, Lieutenant Colonel. Stu Scheller. Stu Scheller. Yeah. Yeah. You mean up to the general staff? Yeah. When he used that word, he got fucking fired. All right. Be careful there. Yeah. Bass or, or base used all about used that social base. media to bitch about his superiors, I guess. The leader's memo also comes at a time when all branches of the military have been battling a recruiting crisis unseen in nearly 50 years, which we've mentioned multiple times throughout here. It says here the country's largest military branch, the army, has been hardest hit by the recruiting crisis, coming 15,000 recruits short of its 2023 goals. However, Army Secretary Christine Warmoth has taken a seemingly different approach to the problem, blaming critics of the military's so-called woke policies for contributing to the crisis. Quote, we share responsibility to lead by example at every echelon within the chain of command. Blaming people outside of the military, commenting on the policies... Yeah, we'll for the get failure into that. of the policies. Yeah, we'll get into that because there's a bunch of people that are saying that's the media's fault and all these other naysayers that are to blame. So, to continue on this, uh, this brings me to my favorite opinion piece. Brings us to my favorite opinion piece, <laughs> which is a June. Thanks for, thanks for bringing me along with you. Yeah, and everybody else. June twenty third, twenty twenty three, titled. Too Woke to Wage War by the Washington Examiner. And in this article, they go on to say, there's a lot here. The world is seeing tensions rise between major global powers, reaching levels not seen since the Cold War. Russia invaded Ukraine. China has its sights set on Taiwan. 
And now Russia and China are partners allied against the United States, which was only a matter of time, folks. That was inevitable. Particularly with the way that the United States conducted itself. And continues to conduct itself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. The U.S. has made a series of poor decisions that have now put us in a position of not being able to wage war on two fronts, something we successfully did in World War II uh, with help from the Russians, by the way. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Soviets are the ones that expended the lives. Yeah, yeah. It, and way more than the Americans. That's not to mitigate a single what one, they yeah, did. Yeah, absolutely. one of the american lives at all no but, but yeah. there were historians agree now tens of millions of soviet lives mm -hmm. lost millions of soldiers historians agree <laughs> this is true how it happened to continue after the world war ii thing first we decided to deplete our weapons arsenal by sending more than $110 billion of money and material to Ukraine. Second, we have let our Navy shrink to a fleet of only 296 ships in fiscal 2022, compared to the 417 vessels in the Chinese Navy. Now, some argue our ships are better, more armor, Chinese are cheaper, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. You have enough guns firing at something, it's going to go down, you know? The United States is unprepared for a war in China, says retired U.S. General Jack Keane, who warned in January. He continued, quote, We are not as prepared as we should be. We do not have an effective military deterrence in the region. China has more ships more planes and more missiles than the United States has, unquote. But what has the military's response been with, to Russia's aggression in Europe and the threat of China invading Taiwan? It is doubled down on divisive, harmful leftist policies that undermine military readiness and national security. Indeed, it's fair to say the military is now too woke to fight. Well, it's uh, kind of one of those double-edged swords. It's too woke to fight, but it's been fighting other places for too long that <laughs> it shouldn't have been. It doesn't need to fight in or around China. Right. I know that sounds crazy, and that even maybe even means Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we don't need to. No American, not one American needs to die. Right. Because of china annexing taiwan it's not worth it i agree i absolutely agree but at the same point in time to actually sacrifice the u.s military to <laughs> if we really need some sort of defense man mm. isn't that kind of like a double whammy like <laughs> well i don't know but hey remember that pilot program we talked about with uh yaman second class Kelly or whatever his name right. was. Yeah, you brought that up, yeah. So to continue with this article, earlier this month, which is June uh, 2023, the Pentagon finally decided to enforce its rule of not allowing shows involving drag performers to be hosted at military facilities. It's nice of them. Causing leaders to cancel a drag show 
in, quote, celebration of Pride Month, unquote, at Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. Sorry, Harpy Daniels. These are just a bunch of people that are going to do what they're fucking told. Yeah. That's what I'm sorry. That's what these people wearing this. It must be officer insignia. They're just doing what they're told. They're not thinking about it. There's oh. We're going to go but, this way. Yep. We're going to go this way. We also talked about earlier that they're, they're actively being like, yes, let's go this way. And then they, so that they can keep their fucking job. Yeah. Right. That's what I, that's what I so, mean. Some of them believe it really hardcore too. Right. Yeah. They're out there that they're eating it up, but then there's a bunch of other people throat. that are, that are probably not, just, not yeah. full deep throated, but they're willing to throw people under the bus. Well, yeah, maybe, but just to keep their job. The cancellation of the event marked the first time the Defense Department's most senior leaders have enforced the policy, per Politico. Does anyone think the Chinese People Liberation Army is staging drag shows on its bases? Or how about the Russians? Uh, I don't. No, I don't think so do either. No. No. I'm pretty sure they don't do that stuff. <laughs> well, you better shut your fucking mouth if you do, probably. Shut your fucking face. I'm going fuck out. I'm not saying that that's the way it should be, necessarily. Uh, to continue, it doesn't stop there. Politicians and military leaders have decided that the true key to total military victory is to strip, quote, Confederate namesakes from installations, ships, awards, and more, unquote. Yeah. So that the names do not trigger any soldiers, sailors, airmen, or Marines. Right. Actually, uh, the article didn't say Marines because, you know, no one gives a fuck about Uncle Sam's misguided children. So the cost of renaming nine army bases that honor the Confederacy has nearly doubled to $39 million just to rename a fucking base or multiple bases. Multiple bases. Yeah. But yeah, that's quite a bit of money. Yeah. When not spending. How many people could be fed with $39 million? Or sorry, I know it's one of those socialist questions, but <laughs> uh, from an economic perspective, a lot, quite a few damn people with thirty nine million dollars. Yeah, a lot. So when not spending time on drag shows or inappropriate names, our military leadership and the Biden administration are also extremely concerned about the carbon footprint mm-hmm. of our war machine. Naturally. Yeah. Duh. Lithium ion M one A one Abrams on the battlefield. It can be done. It can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't will, need fossil fucking fuels at all to wage war the way that these fucking people Duh, do. Because there's charging stations everywhere when you have the sun. You betcha. Yeah. All right. So the Biden administration has mandated. Ballistic solar panels. We'll do, yeah, right. <laughs> the Biden. <laughs> we'll get this. The Biden administration has mandated that the U.S. military implement an all electric vehicle fleet by 2030. The Army specifically plans to cut its emissions by 50% by 2030 from 2005 levels. UN Agenda 2030, bud. Exactly. Yeah, that's I was thinking that too. And reach net zero emissions by 2050 in addition to embracing an all-electric fleet. Remember, 21 or 20 years ago, it was Agenda 21. Yep. 21st century. Just changed the name a little bit, and then they, sent, they, they gave the year a trajectory. Like, oh, 2030, we're going to try to get all this. But <laughs> now you can't launch a war machine without, th- at least the way we know it, that we have today with in our capability. conventional physics. Yes. 
not talking about Lockheed Martin Skunk Works or anything here. Well, maybe if the dumbasses had incorporated <laughs> hydrofuel vaporizing water into... There's all sorts of things yeah. that could possibly be in wor- the works right now, but they're not letting us know. Right. And... And we'll... Yeah, well, we'll see what not happens. Gonna, you're not going to go solar on the, the military. No, you can't. You're not going to go... But hey, no way. Since this article called out net zero emissions, they're saying the army is going to be at net zero emissions by 2050. That's what they're going to deem that net zero emissions by 2050. It's going to it's going to show up in a few years. Everybody's going to be net zero emissions. All right. Except for the people that aren't. Well, didn't they just sign a new contract for those Oshkosh vehicles that are replacing the Humvees? Oh, yes. I don't know. I didn't see that. So what are they going to do? Fit those with... Uh, Tesla like, engines. Well, no, I didn't. I wasn't thinking <laughs> Tesla engines. I was thinking along the Doc Brown engines. Well, where hey. it's the, you got the space time continuum and the flux capacitor. Uh, yeah, flux and then capacitor. you just throw like the 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 beet greens. You don't cook up the beet greens for dinner that night. You throw those in the flux capacitor. <laughs> okay. Right, some shit like that, and the banana peel, yeah. and the beer and then cane. the M one A one Abrams goes and kills. It goes burp thirty thousand Russians. Burp, burp. Yeah, roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. No, I don't think that's gonna happen. Oh, okay, but shit. Uh, you know, so talking about possibilities. Well, that's just one challenge that everyone seems to have forgotten. Okay. Anyways, there is not an excess of charging stations in the U.S., let alone in war zones. Mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, the world, that yeah. the Biden administration didn't think about, I guess. Well, just setting up a bunch of windmills, like, within a week. We have these charging stations that yeah. we're running off of diesel power generators. Yeah. That's the basic fucking shit. That's the best that we can do now. Basic yeah. shit that, like, the farm kids mm-hmm. in Iowa would figure out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but we, the bureaucrats we, in don't Washington worry about didn't. It. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll be Continue, fine. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, but we will end up in a situation where electric military vehicles will have to tow diesel generators behind them to charge their batteries. Mm. Like, yeah, like I just said, that's not exactly the green-friendly result the climate warriors were hoping to achieve. Mm. <laughs> Recruitment is down, with many branches substantially missing their enlistment goals. The pool of those, quote, eligible to join the military continues to shrink with more young men and women than ever before disqualified for obesity, drug use, or criminal records. Only 23% of Americans ages 17 to 24 are qualified to serve without waivers, according to NBC News. Only 9% of the country said they would consider military service. Wow. There's a lot of ways to interpret that. Yeah, that's, uh, well, even if we did have a draft, don't worry. We won't have a big enough military to fight. <laughs> so, I mean, would that be what would know. push some people overboard into freaking out? Well, fortunately, if we were ever attacked, there's millions and millions of combat veterans in this country which the United States government is greatly afraid of as well. Or not even combat veterans, just people that are willing to take up arms to defend their homeland. That's true, too. Yeah, maybe if they're even just veterans in general. Maybe you didn't have to serve I, combat, I, I, but no, you're willing I, I, to... Or, or just you know, people people that are willing to yeah. defend their home. USA the citizens, Wharton, patriots, yeah. wanting to stand their own ground. 
the balance is really nasty though this here in my what, land and what our federal government has done in a lot of other places yeah as sown discontent created enemies unfortunately mm, yes they have so to continue this article less than 63 percent of military families would quote recommend the military to someone they care about i understand that i'm in that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'm in that 63 percent since 80 percent of the young people who join the military military today have a family member in the military and 25 to 30 percent have a parent in the military unquote this has dire consequences for recruitment yeah that's a that's a pretty big deal maybe kids that witness their parents go on fucking deployments like oh man this is shit where's my mother at where's my father at for a year for nine months Mm -hmm. for six months i don't see the benefit yeah i don't know (laughs) i yeah it's crazy but uh the job of the military is to be prepared to destroy the enemy not to be a social experiment worried about its carbon footprint or scary base names former secretary of state mike pompey a west point graduate put it this way trump's guy quote how can we ask young men and women who have decided to risk their lives for america even die for america to affirm that our country is inherently racist how can we ask them to view their brothers and sisters in arms through the narrow prisms of race or gender the answer is we cannot unquote. yeah there's a division when they get there together already you gotta learn how to meet and yeah you gotta yeah work with when them you and- get there and meet with other new recruits you're already at odds with each other and it's by the institution that funded you to get there right yeah so to finish that article it said we have all heard the phrase go woke go broke perhaps it's time to realize that a woke military is a weak military that's how they end that article there and i would have to agree with them you know ridiculous and you're right i agree with you too there's a lot of people that i know that were never in the military but that are willing to stand up at least they say they are well i mean it's a whole different it's a whole different story when you're not talking about people in iraq or afghanistan but you're talking about okay let's use the russians or the chinese just as examples they've established a beachhead in galveston okay what sort of insurgency just happened in the united states people able to gather weapons ammunition and just go there it's hell it's not good for anybody yeah well remember the blm shit back and not the black lives matter the bureau of land management shit yeah Yeah. back when was that 2014 15 with uh clyde bundy yeah Mm -hmm. clive bundy and his Clive. son. Yep. Yeah, but we're not talking about a, an invading enemy force there. No. We're talking about the federal government. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, that's a whole different ballgame from Iraq or Afghanistan. That's here. Yeah. On this continent. And when you're fighting for your own land, it's different. It's totally different. So could let's, run out. Let's of, continue. Okay. Obviously, the top brass of Biden's military are at odds with the data. And they claim that far-right rhetoric is to blame for the lack of recruits, not the bullshit woke policies they have implemented and enforced. 
This is another Fox News article from June twenty or June eighteenth, twenty twenty three, and it goes on to say, top army official blames anti woke rhetoric of right for severe recruiting crisis. So it's the right wing extremists yeah, that are causing this recruiting, recruiting crisis, crisis yeah. because for so long it's been advantageous for the u.s military to recruit young men to kill 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 yeah kill. yep so now all of a sudden we've just flipped a 180 to care 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 about yeah people you dude it like it doesn't exist in our community some of the wokeness bullshit that was happening when i was in so when we would do dry runs with our i carried the saw quad automatic weapon m249 belt fed light machine gun 556 and when we were doing dry runs and we were practicing my dry run would be die motherfucker die that's when i'm holding down the trigger that's like a burst a five round burst die just motherfucker, like a little die. cadence you'd say yeah die motherfucker die so that die motherfucker die when you say die you hold die motherfucker die then release wait two three seconds die motherfucker die it's like a heavy metal song in your head yeah yeah Well, that was apparently very offensive to motherfuckers. So, by the time I was getting out and EASing, it had changed from die, motherfucker, die to run, fuzzy, rabbit, run. Run, fuzzy, rabbit, run. Run, fuzzy, rabbit, run. Because that's what you want the rabbit to do when you're firing a squad automatic weapon. Yeah. Or butter, 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 jam. Mm -hmm. Butter, 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 jam. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Oh, because Mothers of America. And, oh, it's too offensive to say die, motherfucker, die anymore. <laughs> I'm like, but that's actually what we're trying to do is kill people. Yeah, young men <laughs> killing You're trying people to kill with somebody. a squad automatic weapon. Is- yeah, and you want to be like, run, fuzzy rabbit, run. Get out of there, fuzzy rabbit. Wabbit, you don't want to be around when yeah, the I'm squad like, what, automatic weapon. What is this, a Pink Floyd song? Fires off in your face. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But that's some of the bullshit, the woke bullshit. Well, that, like, that, you know, is I can't knock Marines, man. But or let's continue on this, uh, this article, this Fox anti-woke rhetoric. This is a quote. We are a ready army, not a woke army. Army Secretary Christine Warmuth, who we mentioned earlier before, told reporters last week, according to a report in Task and Purpose, quote, there's something, frankly, the chief... And I, she's referring to Army Chief of Staff James McConville, said throughout posture season in hearings and meetings with members of Congress. She said that, yeah, we're not an, we are a ready army, not a woke army. That's, she's repeated that. So since she's repeatedly said it, that means it's fucking true. So, but duh, you're, you have constantly illustrated the fact that that's not the case. More of a woke army. I think I brought up enough evidence showing that, yeah, that's not yeah. the case at all. So, Warmoth's comments come as but all she's branches. Not in, she's not, again, she, she's not in the uniform. She's in the suit. Yes. Okay. She's one of the civilian masters that all the right. Ivy Leaguers have to bow down right. to. Right. So, Warmoth's comments come as all branches of the military have come under fire for what some critics see as, quote, woke, unquote, policies. Arguing the services have been prioritizing classes and training on diversity, equity, and inclusion over readiness to fight the nation's wars. 
The comments come as the military contends with its worst recruiting crisis since switching to an all-volunteer model over half a century ago, which was the draft in Vietnam. Right, ending it. Yeah, with all branches coming up short of expectations that have forced them to get creative in finding ways to fill the ranks. The Army, the country's largest military branch, has been particularly hard hit by the crisis coming up 15,000 recruits short, which we mentioned earlier. That was in 2022. The Army also predicts that they expect to fall short of their 2023 goals as well. And during a media roundtable last week, the Army leader pointed toward the woke criticism as another hurdle the service is facing. Others, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a top GOP contender for the 2024 presidential primary, believe the opposite is true, arguing the shift toward woke policies is part of what contributed to the ongoing recruiting crisis. I think the military that I see is different from the military I served in. DeSantis, who served in the Navy's Judge Advocate General Corps, told Fox News last month, quote, I see a lot of emphasis now on political ideologies, things like gender pronouns. I see a lot of things like DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I think that's caused recruiting to plummet. And well, he was a JAG officer, down there, lawyer Guant at Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. Bay. Yeah. Which isn't such a fuzzy, bright Which spot. Which we have a show that I'm working on right now with that. Like I said, the uh, shit that uh, MK Ultra torture techniques came into play with uh, interrogating terrorists, possible terrorists that they conducted on people down at Guantanamo Bay. So just stand by for that one. But Warmoth did acknowledge in the media appearances last week that there was no doubt the perception of the military has gone woke. It's nice of her. Was contributing to military recruiting woes. Though she argued the problem was being caused by political rhetoric and not any military policies. Of course. Yeah. It wasn't the commercials. But these things didn't stop the Biden admin from continuing to destroy the military and create animosity within the ranks. So to finish this shit up, this is crazy, getting towards the end here. Breitbart reported that a DOD memo says transgender soldiers on hormone therapy can skip deployments. How convenient. So nice. wouldn't that be an incentive to join and then you don't have to worry about deploying because you can just keep, uh, oh, I keep scheduling your transgender surgeries and whatnot or whatever. Sure. Yeah. The transgender soldiers receiving hormone therapy may avoid deployment for as many as 300 days. That's almost a whole year. According to a February 2023 Department of Defense memo outlying treatment at the Womack Army Medical Center at Fort Liberty. Fort Liberty. The memo, first obtained and published by the dossier, states that most service members will require up to 300 days to be stabilized on cross-hormone therapy, and they will remain in non-deployable states during that time. And that is federal funding. Yeah. It's taxpayer-funded tax cross-hormone yeah. therapy. To, so they can join the military and not fucking deploy. The memo said, after 12 months of hormone therapy, transgender service members can request surgical care such as upper and bottom surgery okay so then you have more surgery after your 300 days yeah going back what we said in the beginning is that we don't really agree with that taxpaying dollars being spent on that no not taxpayer dollars because you do, do whatever you do want it, to your body yeah. you're free it's your body yeah you um, want to you do that to it but that's fine but, but not not when there's 
Especially with this now where you funding. can con the system so that you don't even have to deploy, but you can get all the surgery by the taxpayer dollars that you want and the hormone therapies that you want. And not no. to change the subject, but doesn't this seem to have something to do with the fact that we are bullshitting and talking about this right now, as opposed to talking about serious fucking subjects that are seriously at hand? Well, we do talk about those subjects, but this right, is, but I, this uh, is serious. This is, it's serious, but it's seriously distracting us from serious threats. Well, like drug cartels with rocket launchers at the southern border. That's fine. Like human trafficking at the southern border, like fentanyl, like, and, and I'm not labeling. I would never label Mexico and this show would never label Mexico as an enemy. No, nope. never, ever. They are neighbors. But our governments are corrupt as fuck, and they are in cahoots with each other. And and there's a bunch of shit going on that shouldn't be going on. And that's way more important than us talking about government funding of transgender surgeries in the military. Yeah. That's nuts. It's crazy. Well, you know what? They're uh, so stunning and brave and courageous, you think they would be, be on the front lines. In Ukraine? The tip of the spear. Right? Well, in his order, Biden noted that in 2016, during the Obama administration, the Secretary, Secretary of Defense concluded, quote, that permitting transgender individuals to serve openly in the military was consistent with military readiness and with strength through diversity. There's that awesome phrase, strength, strength through, through diversity. diversity. Never actually heard like an actual definition on what that means and what the strength through that diversity looks like well, in the end result. We're seeing what it looks like right now. Right. Low recruiting numbers yeah. and a weak military. They don't have a fucking yeah. diversity problem but in China or Russia in their militaries. Such that transgender services mem- service members who can meet their required, required standards and procedures should be permitted to serve openly. The Secretary of Defense also concluded that it was appropriate to create a process that would enable serving members to take steps transition gender while serving fuck you it's lovely instead of getting a transition surgery can i just get that money if you're going to use well, it for the surgery you, well, why don't you try that out give it to me <laughs> yeah voucher the money yeah i didn't actually have my penis and my testicles cut off well but i just got the forty-five thousand dollars to do so yeah there was a, according to hotair.com, diversity is our strength, except apparently the more diversity the military seeks, the less strength it requires. The Army exempts trans service members from physical fitness standards, July 6, 2023. The military is going through a crisis with weight since 2001. The number of soldiers who are classified as overweight has skyrocketed by over 400%. And much of that has to do with accommodating a more, quote, diverse, unquote, military. Women, blacks, and Hispanics have higher rates of obesity in the military than whites do, suggesting that the standards apply differently to different categories of people. That's according to hotair.com. Hotair.com. So how can one be ready for war if they can't even tie their shoes because of their obesity? I don't understand that. Mm. I get it. Staying in shape is a chore, but when you're in the military, it's not that big of a chore. It's not. Mm. And they have plenty of opportunities and, and stuff available to you f- to not be obese. So that's another reason. 
that our military is becoming weaker is because the standards have been lackadaisical. I'll be damned. You think Russia and China are laxing on their fucking physical standards? Well, no. I was also going to say I don't think they're lacking on their diversity either. Um, I think they have plenty of diversity within their ranks because, mind you, um, China is the smaller of those two countries and it is only marginally smaller than the United States. Yeah. Contains many different ethnicities. Yeah. And so does Russia. And guess what they do in the military? They homogenize them. Yeah, we don't give a shit. Into. You're going to act as one unit. This is the language you speak now. One well-oiled war machine move and this conclusion going back to the frank wuko's uh july 2022 opinion that we mentioned earlier the naval intelligence guy that was in for 23 years Mm -hmm. his conclusion uh which i found very fitting so i want to use this His, his says it goes as follows quote the realities of warfare are unpalatable to classmates at harvard or american university Service members must watch what they say, write, and think. Yet by doing so, they separate themselves even further from what should be the point of their continuing education, which is operational superiority on the battlefield. The military need not look to the outside world for affirmation of its methods, nor to the advice on the grave work required to defeat our nation's enemies. The only advanced knowledge of our nation's military needs are those which fosters and enables superiority on any field of battle. Everything else is a fatal distraction. Recruitment problems are a symptom of the failure to educate and cultivate genuine military leaders. The young and service ready of our nation still want to stand out as elite guardians of their society against foreign threats and domestic ruin. Unfortunately, If what they are being asked to join is no longer discernible from the disorientation of modern civil society and they are smart enough to notice, then the question understandably understandably becomes, what's the point? Unquote. It's an excellent point. It's an excellent question for his conclusion. So going back to our question at the beginning of the show, is our military too woke to wage war? If so, it was done by perp- on purpose. Intentional, yeah. by design. Yeah. It would it would appear that way. And I know there's a, we have a lot of QN on followers on our show. We love you guys. But it's that's where it's really hard for me to believe where there's a a small section that's that's um counteractive to What's going on here? You mean within the military? Yeah. Ah. The white hats, I think they call them. Got them. I don't know, though. I, I could be wrong. I, I, I've been wrong plenty of times before. So, but going back to our question, I think that our military is in some dire straits at the moment. Well, our country is in dire straits. Yeah. When it comes to fiscal policy, monetary policy. We didn't talk about that tonight. Now we're talking about military. But guess what our military has been inflicted with? Just a gluttonous, gluttonous, gluttonous budget for decades. Yeah. $816 billion this year. It's fucking nuts. It's a crazy amount of money. It doesn't 
it doesn't take that much money to employ two million people at most. Yeah, well. But you're not talking about the two million at most service members. You're talking about contractors. You're talking yep. about contracts. You're talking about products on prices on those contracts. Paying all those civilian it's bosses all that corruption went to Ivy League it's schools. All money yeah. laundering. And it's all publicly funded. Yeah. I'm honored to oversee the greatest fighting force, literally, not figuratively, in the history of the world, and that's not hyperbole. And I might add, the most diverse fighting force in the history of the world. And if you like what you've heard tonight, you should like, share, subscribe, follow, follow, five-star review. Yeah. At Iowa Talk Guys on X, on X. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X or whatever the fuck. On X. We have to go over the supervillain Elon Musk episode. Yeah. Uh, at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast on Instagram. Iowa Talk Guys podcast at protonmail.com. At TP at Iowa Talk Guys.com. Send me an email. If you want to be on the show, come on board. We love talking to people. Yeah, send us an email. We please. love being educated. If you could leave us a review, five star, that'd be awesome. And always remember, don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. And don't join the woke military. Iowa Talk, guys. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody.